everybody. Welcome to Average Joe. I'm your host, and this week we're going to talk about a controversial subject that a lot of churches really don't want to address because it's uncomfortable. So let me throw out the question. Is hell a real or an imagined place? And while you're contemplating the answer to that eternal question, I'm going to throw some shout-outs, some promos, and some love out, and we'll be right back. Loss is the one common bond that binds us all together. In these times, the worst feeling is the feeling that you're all alone. At One Common Bond, we're a beacon of light to shine on those dark times. A warm and glowing beacon of love and support to help you weather the storm of loss and grief. At OneCommonBond.org, we provide resources free of charge to help get the light back in. No one should go on the grief journey alone. You can find out more about our resources at the number one commonbond.org. That's the number one commonbond.org. U.S. Marine Corps veteran Scotty Fraser survived the battlefields of Iraq and came home to pursue his passion in music. His album, Do or Die, chronicles his journey from warrior to the man he is today. You can listen to his music on all major platforms and follow him at www.scottyfraser.com. That's www.scottyfraser.com. Or follow the Scotty Fraser Band on Facebook. Looking for that unique, handcrafted, one-of-a-kind gift? Check out Dee's unique designs on Facebook. She specializes in custom artistry from paintings to jewelry, coasters to tumblers, and everything in between. That's Dee's unique designs on Facebook. Give her your ideas and watch them come to life. So getting back to the question that I started off with before the commercial break, is heaven, or correction, is hell a real or imagined place? And like I said, this is a topic that some churches don't like to talk about because it's not all warm and fuzzy. It doesn't go with the examples of God's love, grace, or even mercy. No. Hell is for punishment. Hell is the eternal place of torment for those who reject God. And there is no nice or politically correct way to put it. Hell is an eternal separation from the Creator Himself. Now, I bring this up because I just binge-read a book, and it's called 23 Minutes in Hell, and the author is Mr. Bill Weiss. And i got to be honest with you folks, I picked it up and I couldn't put it down. And this book was basically Bill's experience in hell, but the actual physical, not a metaphorical place, or not a self-created delusion, or even a nightmare but the actual physical location of hell. And he described his physical appearance of where he was held. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I highly encourage you to read the book. And it's a relatively short read. It's about ten chapters, and there's a wealth of scripture in it pertaining to hell. Now, Bill is a Christ follower and has been for a long time. He's just an average guy who was chosen by God to share this incredible testimony. And there's some out there listening who might say, well, why would God send this guy to hell? What did he do wrong? 
Well, that's between Bill and the creator himself, but what I can tell you by reading the story is it's out of the love for us and the issue a dire warning. And the warning is as simple as this, turn or burn. God gave us free will, and he knew what would happen when he did that. We have the ability to choose, and the choices we make have eternal consequences. And in my last show, I talked about spiritual warfare, and I used two terms. First term was agnostic, a person not inclined toward religious belief or a particular form of religious belief, and an atheist, a person who does not believe in the existence of a god or any gods. And I'm going to throw in another term, religion. And the dictionary defines religion as a particular system of faith and worship. A pursuit or interest to which someone describes supreme importance. And let's face it, we can choose to believe in whatever we choose. We have that ability. And to put this in a grander scale, there's over roughly 8 billion people on this planet. And if you think about it, there could be up to 8 billion forms of religion. The possibilities are endless. The crux is to choose what is right. And we live in a time where if we feel something is right, then it must be right. Am I right? We can use our own understanding to justify anything we want. The problem with that thinking the problem with that thinking is we're setting ourselves up to a ringside seat to eternal damnation. And I've got to confess, I don't get God. And he's way above my pay grade, just to use a military analogy. But I like to think I'm smart enough to realize that fact. If I'm learning basic math, is there any way I can understand astrophysics? Pride tells me I can. But pride will send you to hell quicker than anything. I said all that to say basically this. I believe that hell is a physical location deep in the heart of the earth. And basically, due to the descriptions in the book, it kind of sounds like it's in the earth's core. Now, there's some who believe that we live in hell, and I don't necessarily agree with this. We have life problems, but we also have a rock to which we can place our faith. If this is hell, then that would be impossible. We would already be cut off from God. And let's face it, hell is eternal damnation and separation from God. So I personally cannot reconcile that belief. Now in the Bible, there's about 150 references to hell. If you look at all of what it encompasses. And I'm just going to kind of throw out a couple of them. Uh, first one I'm going to start with pertains to the physical body in hell. And it's from Proverbs chapter 1, verse 12. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those who go into the pit. And that refers to Sheol, which is another word for hell. In Matthew 5:29, And if thy right eye defend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee... One of my members should perish, and not thy whole body should be cast into hell. And here's another one from Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. And fear them not which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear them 
which is able to destroy, to destroy both body and soul in hell. And here's a couple of verses from the book of Job that describes the darkness of hell. Job 10:21. Before I go whence I shall not return, even to the land of darkness and the shadow of death. And Job 10:22. A land of darkness, a darkness itself, and the shadow of death without any order, and where the light is as darkness. Here is a verse on degrees of punishment from Proverbs 9:18. But he knoweth not of the dead are there but that their guests are in the depths of hell. Here's a good one on eternal separation. It's from 2 Thessalonians 1.19. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power? Now, I don't know about you, but that pretty much sums up hell in a nutshell right there. Here's some scripture about fire and burning, and it's from the book of Psalms. 11.16, upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and a horrible tempest, and this shall be the portion of their cup. Psalms 140.10, let the burning coals fall upon them, let them be cast into the fire, into the deep pits, that they may not rise up again. Here's an interesting couple of verses about the actual physical location of hell, and they come from the book of Revelations. Revelation 9, 1, And the fifth angel sounded, and saw a star far from heaven into the earth, and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. Revelations 9, 2, And he opened the bottomless pit, and there rose smoke out of the pit, and the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by the reason of the smoke of the pit. Now, I don't know about you, I didn't write the book, but I believe it 100%. And if that doesn't make you think, I don't know what does. And let's face it, we can't make people choose heaven or hell. We can tell them that there is a loving God who wants to be with them in heaven and not separated from them in hell. And people will ask, if God loves us so much, then why does he send us to hell? And the truth of the matter is that God doesn't. We send ourselves to hell. Remember that every choice has eternal consequences. And the devil doesn't want us to have a relationship with the Creator. The devil hates God, and therefore he hates us because we were created in God's image. But there is a get-out-of-hell-free guarantee, and his name is Jesus Christ, and he paid our bill. And if you don't know what to say or pray, it could be something as simple as this. God, I don't want to go to hell. I believe that Jesus came to save me, and I open my heart to him, and I'm sorry for the life I've led before. Amen. God knows our hearts and our thoughts long before we were even born. And I don't know about you, but after being under demonic attack for years, reading this book and seeing so many people die over the years in horrible ways from my time as a medic and on the battlefield in the army, I don't want to gamble my eternity on the fact of or the question of there being a hell or not. I have my fire insurance premium paid in full. And the trials and pain of this temporary time span that we call life are nothing compared to eternal torment. The unquenchable thirst, the total darkness, and separation from God that hell provides. Why do I believe the Bible? 
because it's a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses reporting supernatural events fulfilled by specific prophecy and claim those writings are divine instead of human nature. And this show is not meant to point the finger in any way. But more importantly, just to tell you what I go through on a daily basis and that you're not alone in your daily struggles. I get it. Trust me. I'm living it myself. Up next is a video, or correction, a audio recording that I pulled off of YouTube. And it kind of sent chills through my, my bones, actually, because there's only 17 seconds of, well, I'm just going to let you hear it, and then we'll be right back. The Soviet Union drilled a hole more than 12 kilometers deep in Siberia, which shares borders with Norway and Finland. The project to drill into the Earth's surface began in the 1970s, when Soviet scientists wanted to learn more about the Earth's crust. Over two decades, they managed to dig more than 7.5 miles down into the Earth. The drill broke through into a cavity, and the scientists lowered some equipment to see what was down there. An extremely heat-tolerant microphone, along with other sensory equipment, were lowered into the well. The temperature was about 1,100 degrees centigrade, about 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. But the real shocker was the disturbing sound that was recorded. They only got about 17 seconds of audio before the microphone melted, but it was 17 horrifying seconds of the screams of the damned. The screams of the hell. partially for the audio quality because it was recorded from obviously a, a deep well that the uh, Russians were drilling uh, but I found that on YouTube and I was curious because I was going to have an underlying soundtrack to this episode and it was going to be sounds of screaming and you know that type of thing but I think that that little video or that little audio snippet there just kind of I don't know kind of set the mood uh, if you want to know more about 23 minutes in hell uh, you could find that and the author's name again is Bill Weiss and he has a ministry called Soul Choice Ministries and you can find that on the World Wide Web that's www.soulchoiceministries.com um, you can also get a copy of his book, 23 Minutes in Hell, from that website. 
I highly, highly encourage you to read it. And because we were dealing with Helen Eternal Torment, I'm going to throw in a song by a really good friend of mine, Mr. Shannon Book, that deals with uh, personal hell and torment. It's called Not Alone. He sits on his bed with his gun in his hand He thinks his life is over, he can't understand A bottle of whiskey and some pills in the drawer He doesn't want to hurt himself or hurt anymore Why must it be this way? Just think it all over and listen to the words I say
gun in his hand He puts it away Cause now he understands I don't know about you, but this song just kind of sums up the message of what we were talking about today. Uh, if you like what you heard, you could find Mr. Shannon Book on YouTube. Mr. Shannon Book uh, has a uh, page on YouTube. It's called Shannon Book Music. Also, you could find him on iTunes and Spotify, a bunch of other media outlets. And uh, if you are under demonic attack and you are contemplating suicide and hurting yourself, there are resources out there available. 24-7, seven days a week. You could text 988. That's right, texting is a thing now. You don't have to give your name. You don't have to talk to an actual live person. You can text and have a conversation to the National Crisis Line. Or you can dial 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. And that will get you to an actual person where you can talk. Uh, if you're a veteran, press 1. Uh, the only difference is your call is more apt to be handled by a veteran who understands your issues. But I highly, highly encourage you to reach out. Don't be a statistic. Don't let the devil win. His purpose is to kill, destroy God's creation, and you are God's creation. Until next time, remember, I'm just your average Joe. Joe. <laughs>